Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the bass keeps running, running, and running. In this context, there's no disrespect. So when I bust my rhyme, you break your necks. We got five minutes for us to disconnect. All of it. 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 All Let's get it started. Let's get it started. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the opening line. Happy New Year! We're back. We took a little bit of a break, which I like to do when I come to Chicago. Leave you guys stranded with no picks or anything. I'm still in Chicago. Wits, I'm in your lair. How you doing? It's been a minute. Yeah, you get a little, little chipper over here. Why don't you tell everybody what you did over the weekend so we can get it out of the way? Wow. He picked the wrong thing because I am super chipper. I'm watching Cantlay tee off on the 18th here at Century Tournament here on Thursday evening because they're playing in Hawaii with a chance to win a first-round leader, which would be fantastic. Just watched a buzzer beater by R.J. Barrett to cover a money line. 2-0 in college basketball. Thank you, Vermont, for covering 10.5. And, and thank you, Indiana, for winning at home against ranked Ohio State by 3.5. And, and that's coming from emptying the bank account. We were at zero today. But what Xander is alluding to is, yes, you've heard it on this show a lot. For three years, we do a fantasy special. And longer than three years, we've been doing fantasy stuff. But for three years, we've been doing fantasy specials. And I've had to listen to Xander since he won a title in the Kevin Marsh Memorial League, which is the fantasy league we participate in. And now I am king. I am the new champion of the league. I finally won it. There's Jared texting us right now. My congratulatory. Congrats on winning the league. The name is being placed on the trophy. And honestly, all I can think about is I'm ready for next year. I'm not really going to harp on it. I think we'll have more of those conversations when we get back into fantasy in July. Because I'll finally be able to speak at the champion's table Thank you for inviting me, Witch, to that table. Yeah, it'll be uh, be nice to have you there. Um, yeah, Roz, you finally did it. Um, after all the shit that we've talked over the past couple of years, you had to put a great team together. Um, yeah, we're one one big one more big Najee Harris run from uh, seeing you melt down in the lair again, kind of like after the the Conor McGregor fight. Um, but yeah, it was well played. It was a great season, and uh, yeah, back back in the Champions Lounge. Rodby yeah, here. I'm glad I'm glad to be back. And I'm glad to be here. You know what? I'm, this is one of my favorite episodes of the year, I think, because it's that realization. And hopefully, if you listen to this show, you listen to other people. Um, Pat McAfee is my biggest suggestion. Because we're down to our last week. We're down to the last week of the NFL. Then we go into this weird sports hiatus. Yes, there's March Madness. Yes, there's going to be the NBA playoffs. And who knows what the fuck's going to happen with Major League Baseball. That one's up in the air. I think you're going to have to become a golf fan. And let me not, let's not forget there is the Masters as well as three other majors. But we are in the last week of the NFL. We don't have picks for you right off the bat. But I will tell you, Green Bay minus 3.5 right now is the best bet you can get. The player Rodgers and Adams are playing. We'll get back into that a little bit later. But uh, these are my favorite shows because I'm in the lair. 
sitting side by side with Wits, not 1,700 miles apart. I got two TVs blaring. Wisconsin just went to half. They're covering their spread. Cantley, like I said, on the 18th hole. And we're just boys enjoying sports and money. And that's what we're doing right now. And uh, let's do a little recap, you know? A little bit of a 2021. Any good sports betting memories of 2021? It's a good start. Because we have a lot of woes. What's funny is I can think of the woes. The Minnesota Vikings probably up there for top top five 2021 rejects and heartbreakers in that game they lost to the Lions. But, which, how about we not focus on that? How about a... Any, any positive notes from 2021? It's a, it's a long year, for sure. Yeah, ooh, right off the bat, that's a, that's a tough one. I, I would say probably hitting a couple big uh, same-game parlays in the NBA. Um, you know, 1,500, couple thousand. That was uh, probably the highlight of the year. Um, always fun when they happen. And, yeah, that's kind of what we're going to be doing, I guess, for the next couple months here because I, I just can't, I can't get into college basketball. Can't do it. I've just subjected myself to – Turning it on when March Madness starts. Um, so, yeah, we got golf starting back up, which is nice. NBA, NFL playoffs, always fun. Um, even without the fantasy, there's there's just something you love about the NFL. So that'll be fun. Um, but, yeah, I would say last year recap. Uh, that's so, about it. Some SGPs. I honestly waited till the last week of the, of the year to get mine. Um, Michigan State, no business in that game against Pittsburgh, covering the spread. It was three and a half. They're up by three. They score a late touchdown, have to get a two-point conversion, which they do. Up three on their own side. I don't, I don't, yeah, they're on their own. Or Pittsburgh is on their way driving, trying to get some points, maybe send this to overtime, maybe score. 70-yard pick six with 40 seconds left on the clock where you absolutely take a knee. The kid... Wanted his glory moment. It is a bowl game. Who gives a shit? That's my biggest thing from 2021 is I am done gambling on bowl games. It makes absolutely no sense unless you're taking the favorites in the pl- or in the semifinals because they always dominate and then betting on the championship game. All the other bowls are baloney. None of the players should play anyways, as you saw what happened to Matt Corral. But this kid had his glory moment. 70-yard touchdown. Huge win. One of those pick six you ask for all year long. It's like waiting for christmas you ask santa all year long for your gift what do you want and every gambler says the same thing a timely pick six i was fortunate enough to get it that was probably the best close to the year for sure i'm sure we had some other big wins Uh, you did have a massive sgp i remember hitting later or earlier middle of the year i guess but which before we go into anything else bet online still our guys you know because i'm about to leave the wintry cold Chicago won't be able to use DraftKings or any of the other sports apps on my phone. Let me shout out FanDuel for having to be a five and a half hour drive if I want to use it. So go fuck yourself. So good fuck off. Uh, BetOnline has you covered this holiday season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. As football continues, it's March through the college bowl season, which just ended unfortunately, and the pro football playoffs, which are just about to begin. BetOnline remains your number one spot for all the sports action this season. Head to the website or use your mobile device today to sign up. And receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that is B-L-E-A-V, to receive your bonus from basketball, football, NHL, which I have no idea about, boxing, and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games where Xander likes to sit at the poker table. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Whoops. they do, This is, see, look, they threw me off. It's actually for the 2022 season, folks. It's a new year. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports, so don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing new offers available. BetOnline, where the game starts in 2022. 
Nice. They, they got there. Yeah, you know, I'm getting better with Bet Online. I loved the the necklace one we had a couple weeks ago that we didn't do enough of because we went on hiatus when we got it, but hopefully they come back. I, I could always use a necklace. Cantley, we got a chip up here. Third shot. I'm going to need this one right near the hole uh, in order to split here. You know, I'm asking a little bit much. He's had a great finish this round. Wits, as golf is returning, any... 2022 thoughts about the golf season. I know the Masters are the most highly anticipated events in terms of coming up. We got the chip. I don't know if he liked it. He needs a slow, slow, slow. We're going to have a big putt. We're going to have a shot. Oh, God. Too much mustard on it. We'll see what happens. But anyways, the Masters and the other big thing this season, Tiger Woods. Are we going to see Tiger Woods in 2022? I'm curious about your thoughts. What the fuck, Cantley? Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, I I think we are gonna see Tiger at some point here, Roz. Um, you know, I, I gotta think he'll be pretty selective with you know tournaments that he's gonna play. But he's back out, um, played that event with his son Charlie a few weeks back, and I mean, amazing recovery um, from that really horrific accident uh, a few months back. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. I think we'll get out on the course. I think we'll get to see him. And in terms of you know the rest of the guys. Roz, I think that this could be, we've been waiting for it, this could be the year of John Rahm, right? You could argue that it was last year, won the U.S. Open. Um, but I, I really think he's the best, I would say, best all-around player, and it could, could cause a lot of problems uh, golf betting. As our, as our friend Rube has said, it uh, could be tough to bet winners because John Rahm is, you know, at the most 7 or 8 to 1 every tournament that he plays in. Um, but, yeah, he, he's probably the guy I'm, I'm watching out for this year who's going to have the biggest year. Um, and also Patrick Cantley, like we're talking about right now, really came with a storm last year. Um, you know, I think that was a great tournament. Him, I forgot which one it was, uh, him versus DeChambeau. They went to like six or seven playoff holes. Was um, it that for the FedEx Cup? It might have been. I just I can't remember. I've been out of the golf game for so long. But I would say top two guys to watch out for is, you know, I'm looking at the first leaderboard here. Uh, John Ron, Patrick Cantley. I think they, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say top two in the, in the FedEx Cup standings this year. Yeah, Rom almost a full year into being a dad, so the pressures of a newborn off him. And he was playing pretty well. I mean, he had the kid and then won a major. Now imagine with less of that pressure on him. And we apologize for bad radio here, but we're about to have a putt from Patrick Cantlay. He's stepping off the tee. Not the tee. He's stepping out of the green, <laughs> measuring his putt here. Um, yeah, honestly, I don't think we're going to see Tiger. I mean, I'm the first one who said he was never going to win a major again, and then he won the Masters and what might be the flukiest win of all time, but probably the greatest sport event of all time. Anyways, we're back. Cantlay missed the fucking putt. God damn it. But you got a Knicks walk-off. Yeah, but the Nick and once again... It's never enough. The it's world, never enough. The world's got to be yours. It's never enough. Especially because we need the Suns minus 10.5 in order for that Knicks walk-off to, uh, to mean anything. We can stop recapping. We can stop looking forward. Let's talk about the NFL playoffs, which is right on our front door. I won a fantasy football championship, and the Packers are headed towards a Super Bowl championship. Some in different religions call that Nirvana. Others, uh, you know, I don't know what it is in other religions, but that would be pure bliss for me if I were to pull off two and one seasons, because obviously I'm an owner of the Green Bay Packers, so I would partially be accredited for that Super Bowl title. Which we're entering the playoffs. Tampa, dysfunctional. Green Bay, sharp. Kansas City backish, but lost to the Bengals, who Burrow MVP talks, and the Titans having the number one seed without Derrick Henry. What's going on? 
It's a wild fucking NFL season. Yeah, very wild. The, uh, let's start off with the Titans. I mean, I remember preseason, they were like the number one team. It was like, if you're going to bet a win total under, bet the Titans. Their defense is terrible. Um, they lost their offensive coordinator in Arthur Smith. And meanwhile, here they are after losing, you know, what I... A guy I think maybe could have made a very legitimate run at MVP this year. Because, I mean, you look at the board, Roz, Aaron Rodgers, clear-cut favorite right now. Um, you got Tom Brady, you got Joe Burrow. But then you got, you know, the Jonathan Taylor Cooper Cup story. Derrick Henry, I think, is even maybe a level above, you know, what, what they've been doing, um, you know, in terms of what he means to the team. So, Tennessee, I mean, coach of the year candidate, I, I think you might have to give it to Mike Vrabel because they've been, you know, as disgusting as it can be sometimes, Number one seed. I mean, you, you can't take anything away from that. And then Kansas City, like I mentioned, I I don't want to call them a dark horse because they've been to back-to-back Super Bowls. But if I were to power rate all the teams, even though they lost this week, I think I'd still put them at number one. Am I, am I crazy for doing that? Do I have a little bit of a little bit of substance there? What do you think about Kansas City? Yeah. You know, I I thought Kansas City at three and four was the best team in the AFC. It is never. I've never wavered. Kansas City has Patrick Mahomes, been to two straight Super Bowls. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to be competitive in the talks of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. I would be most afraid to play them. Their defense definitely uh, got punched in the mouth a little bit, but so did the Ravens. That, I mean, that was kind of early in the year. I mean, you look yeah, but, at and it, But then it happened again with Burrow last week. I, I think this team is more sound than it was at the beginning of the year. I think they're going to come up. They're my AFC pick. If I can make the bet today, it would be the Packers beating the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Um, but they are, they're my favorite, just like they're yours. Uh, the fun pick would be Cincinnati. I would love to see Cincinnati make some noise in the playoffs. I don't know if they can, but it's at least promising to see Burrow taking that next step. And could get Cincinnati their first playoff win in a long, long time. I think they have the longest current drought in the NFL. Yeah, and I mean, you look at that division this year, um, you know, the Ravens have been just, uh, they've just been, I would, I'm going to say bad, relative to expectations. Lamar Jackson, um, just a guy, he's always he's always sick, right? It wasn't COVID. Always sick. He's always, like, sick, missing practice. A massive pandemic is happening. Right. And he's not even getting that. He's getting something else. Right. So, I mean, Cincinnati, you know, took the, took the bull by the horns, right? They won the AFC North. Um, if I was going to take one team, though, Roz, to win it all from the AFC right now, just looking odds-wise, money-wise, I think I'd have to go with the Buffalo Bills. I mean, they're a team um, really came on last year, you know, that tough tough run in the playoffs. But I think they're a team, 10-6. and six, They haven't really – I don't think they've really played their best football yet. And, you know, it really rests on, you know, the shoulders of Josh Allen, you know, whether he's uh, completing 70% or 50%. You never know which one you're going to get. But I think I would take Buffalo here. I, th- I think they've got the talent both sides of the ball to maybe make a run. Because um, none of the other teams excite me that much. I think the New England um, excitement, it was really kind of missed the boat on it. You know, it was about eight weeks ago um, after they had the tough start. And then, you know, we've got one more possible playoff spot open. Do the Jags, can they beat the Colts? And then we have maybe a, a Neil Fest between the Chargers and the Raiders. I don't know. I don't know if that would ever happen, but, I mean, if the Jags do beat the Colts, um, you know, Chargers-Raiders could technically both get into the tie, but, you know, that being the last spot in the AFC, Roz, who do you like in that Sunday night game between L.A. and Vegas? I like the Chargers. I mean, I go, I think Herbert's talent's better than Derek Carr's already. 
the Chargers defense look to be capable. That the thing I'm not understanding about the Chargers defense being so bad, and maybe I'm just missing the injuries, but like they got a Bosa, they've got which am I call it? They've got a Bosa, they've got Dar- Derwin James, they've got Nazir Adderley. They don't have Casey Hayward anymore, but they just got a, like they got a solid team. I just don't understand what's going on. Their defense just fell off the brink of the earth, and I don't know if it's them going for it on fourth down and being put in bad situations from time to time, but, like, it's just blowing my mind. Um, I do like the Chargers. At the end of the day, that's the point I was trying to make. But I do like the Chargers. And there's just, it's, it's the AFC, because I'm less worried about how fun the NFC is going to be because I need the Packers to go to the Super Bowl. AFC's got a lot of fun teams. Like you said, Josh Allen and the Bills. Possibly Herbert and the Chargers. You've got... Burrow in his first go at it, Mahomes, Mac Jones with the Patriots. I mean, there's a lot to root for. This new age of quarterbacks is finally here, and we're going to see it. So I'm excited. The AFC is exciting. I do have all the faith in the world that it's going to be the Chiefs that come out of it. Um, but that's that's just my opinion. And do you have? Are we moving to the NFC? Do you have any other? Obviously, my thoughts are what they are. I'm going with the MVP of the league as well as the future Super Bowl champions. Um, but any other thoughts? I mean the Buccaneers couldn't be in more disarray if they tried right now. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't even know what to make of this Antonio Brown situation except that it's a, it's an absolute mess. Um, but yeah, let's yeah let's just talk. Let's go to the NFC, Roz. Uh, I would say a little bit more of a clear picture here. Top team, Green Bay, thirteen and three. Uh, we've got the Rams, the Bucks, and then I think that's really weird that where the tiers kind of shift, Roz. You have Dallas at eleven and five. They're going to win the NFC East. But I would say they've been relatively disappointing in the second half of the season, right? I mean, they've had cakey schedule, right? They had Vegas, New Orleans, Washington, the Giants, Washington again, and really got taken a task last week by the Cardinals. I mean, what do, what do you think about Dallas's chances in the playoffs here? Are they going to be the same old Cowboys, or are they going to perk up? And as Mike McCarthy um gonna get his get his, get his team back in the Super Bowl. No, Mike's not. Mike's still playing old ball. And the Cowboys just they should I think the Arizona game was the microcosm of their entire season. They played a playoff team and they got their asses handed to them. When they've played good teams this year, Dak has disappeared. Dak was throwing it into the line. He's not even a small quarterback, right? So I don't understand what was happening there in that game. Um the Cardinals beat them and I think that's what happens. They're gonna run into these better teams. They get to play five of the easiest matchups, in the, or six of the easiest matchups in the world. The Eagles, the Washington football team, and the Giants. And I don't care about what you say about your Eagles. The NFC East sucks. It absolutely sucks. There's nothing you can say. I mean, the fact that the New York Giants are allowed to run a football team out there on the field each week is criminal. Just watch. Just look at what Mac, Mike Lennon did, whatever his fucking name is, that the Bears paid $17 million for against the Bears last week. It just was It was criminal. So they were able to beat up on that league. They might have taken a couple wins here or there, but like you said, they played the Raiders and the Saints. Now, they barely got past the Raiders. They also had a massively bad loss earlier in the year. I'm just spacing on who it was to. Um, Dallas? Yeah. But it's just, to me, Dak, Dak could sling it, but against the best, it just doesn't seem to be enough. Um, and this defense is so highly touted, but for what? I mean, Travion Diggs, although he might have the most interceptions in the league, Gives up the most yards. He's given up the most yards in the league. And Lawrence yeah. Lawrence hasn't played all year. He's still great. Do have Micah Parsons, though. Parsons has been awesome. But then again, they're going up against bad teams. P- 
Parsons is going to go up against some great lines come the postseason. It's just going to look different. It's going to be higher, more octane. You're really going to believe in a rookie linebacker to be the reason your team wins in the postseason. I don't think that's ever happened in the history of the NFL. It's just my – you're right. You – and you're the one who said it. The tiers are very labeled. I do believe it's the Packers, Buccaneers, and Rams. And the Rams are kind of hanging on by a thread. I Fucking think the Stafford. Rams are kind of soft. I do too. Six picks. Their defense is all this – as highly touted as can be with Ramsey and Donald. But they've been moved around a little bit. Yeah, and you look at – one of the most interesting stats that I saw, E, was you look at the Rams, like EPA on offense per play – and Sean McVay, it's like every year, starts out near the top of the league and kind of trends downward for the rest of the year. And Matt Stafford this year ended with the same EPA, like net yards per play that Jared Goff did two of his years that he was with the Rams. So it kind of makes you think, like, McVay, is, does he just not make enough adjustments during the year? Like, is his team going to show up? Because they've got some of the big, they got some of the biggest names in football defensively, right? Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald, who I think should be the defensive player of the year every single year, um, kind of like the old LeBron James MVP argument. But I, I just don't think this Rams team, I, I just don't think they're enough. They just don't play well enough. And if I had to pick one team right now, not looking at any odds, I'd probably go with the Packers. I think they've been the most consistent throughout the year. Um, but you can't count out Brady and the Bucks, right? I don't, I don't know what that receiving core is going to look like come playoff time. And then, Roz, the one team I wouldn't want to play – fully healthy, it's still the San Francisco 49ers, right? As up and down as they've been, that's really the one team I wouldn't want to see if I'm one of those top seeds. I don't I don't know about that. I agreed with you earlier on in the season, but with Garoppolo, who might be out for the year, I mean, his thumb injury sounds as gruesome as can be. It just doesn't, I mean, they don't excite me. I think they... Narrowly get by games that they should absolutely win. I think they're going to get trounced yeah, this I'm week. Not, I'm not saying they excite me, but they're just they're a team that I really wouldn't want to see. Um, you know, especially with a couple guys in that defensive line. But Roz, I mean, as much as you rag on them, can can we give can we give me a little credit here for you know calling a last place projected Eagles team that they actually made the playoffs, no matter how it looked. This team's a playoff team. They're projected last place in the division. Can I, can I get maybe a pat on the back for that? Uh, you can get like a finger tap on the back because seven teams make it from each conference now and there isn't much better options we're in the lair we're snacking on some chips but uh (laughs) but i mean again small pat i don't think it means anything i think they get bounced right away i mean that's fine they projected six wins got the nine maybe ten if they beat the cowboys that's but you're talking about in such a bad division like i have to ask what they projected the washington football team and Giants to get to because that's part of the problem. More wins than the Eagles. Whoever made that was an absolute idiot. Even I would have known that Jalen Hurts is better than whatever the Giants and Washington football team were going to throw out there. I mean, the fact that Ryan Fitzpatrick offered that many wins for the Washington football team blows my fucking mind. But that's just me. Small pat on the back to you. Packers plus 400 is what you're talking about. And that's where they're at right now. I say it every day. I do have a little bit of a different feeling because of what's happening in Tampa Bay right now. But the only team I'm worried about, because everyone has to come through Lambeau, which is going to be brutally cold this year, is Tampa Bay. They did it last year. They beat us on some fluky and mistaking plays. I mean, we totally blew it with Kevin King. We fumbled the ball away on the first possession of the second half. I get it. We lost that game. But they're the only team I'm really actually afraid of. But honestly, there's a bit of a different feel. This is a little bit more of a disheveled, 
Brady situation. I don't think Brady's playing disheveled, but the whole Tampa Bay team. I mean, just look at how they played the Jets. They should have lost that game to the Jets. <laughs> Worst play. I mean, just Jets football at the end of the game is how Brady gets that W. Um, and they just, they're, they're something up. You know, the chemistry, it's it's a little bit awry. I mean, Bruce Arians is sounding like a cockbag, who probably isn't. Antonio Brown doesn't have the best track record to be speaking on these things. And I don't know, they just seem a little bit in flux. They've lost to the Saints 9 nothing. They had the scare against the Jets. They have a lot of injuries, which will make a difference with Leonard Floyd and Chris Godwin being out. I don't know. It just seems a little different, if you're asking me. Yeah, it does seem different, but I don't know. At the same time, it's still, still the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, the team that did win the Super Bowl last year. So no matter what happens, man, it'll be fun. Um, I'm interested to see how Arizona plays in the playoffs. You know, they, they finally got over that hump of you know playing really bad football at the end of the year when, when they needed to just win a couple games. They're going to be in the playoffs. Um, so I'm excited, man. This is going to be a lot of fun. I don't think there's any clear-cut best team. Like, I think, you know, the past couple of years, you'd say definitely, you know, Chiefs and then Bucks. you know, after they started 7-5 and five and, you know, just tore through the rest of the league. So I think this will be a lot of fun. Uh, there's an intensity to NFL playoff football that um, kind of makes you forget about fantasy. Like, just watching the games, every snap's meaningful. It's like, Playoffs and any pro sports, it's a lot of fun, and it's just a, the culmination of the football season. So, yeah, man, it'll be awesome. And we'll, uh, yeah, we'll have to break down all the matchups once we uh, get through Week 18 here. Right, and again, Week 18, take Packers minus 3.5. Rodgers has some serious incentives to play for, and it won't be his last year in Green Bay. I'm excited to come back next season to talk about the Packers going for a second Super Bowl in a row. First time to do it since Tom Brady and the Patriots did it. That's all we got for you this week, folks. This has been the opening line in the new year, 2022 versions of Wits and Roz. Have a wonderful evening, and see you next week.
Show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.